Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Hi, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon are here on a Thursday. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial is Trent Condon and Ken Miller. And we're here to talk sports with you for the next couple of hours and appreciate you spending some of your morning here with us. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list, uh, we're going to be covering a lot of ground here is what we will do. Coming up in 15 minutes, uh, we are going to... Kind of deviate from sports for a few minutes. As, uh, as some of you are aware, Trent and I are not employees of this fine uh, radio station. We are, um, what would you call us? Independent contractors. Independent contractors. A, a sports talk infomercial for two hours from uh, from 10 until noon. So what we do is um, we reach around out to the community, in this case our friends at NCMIC, and they sponsor us, and we are asked to... Um, to promote charitable events. All of the um, farmers markets, which are winding down, by the way, mm-hmm. commercials are um, are sponsored and made possible by Nickmick. Well, we've been waiting for this event, uh, and what I'm referring to is the Iowa Mission of Mercy. Doctor uh, Kevin Baker is a local dentist. He's uh, the point person for this this year. Last year. What these pe- what these dentists do is they get together at, at uh, what was to be the fairgrounds, and they offer free dental care for a weekend. If you can't afford to go to a dentist, and I can't imagine it, I mean, in two and a half hours, I'm going to be sitting in a, in a dentist chair having a root canal. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine not being able to afford to get that done, and there's so many people in our listening audience in our community that sadly can't. So in 2020 pandemic hits they have to cancel the event it's got scheduled again for the fall this year and covid being what it is and erring on the side of caution they've postponed it until 2022 that's the full-blown event where you i think it's going to be at the fairgrounds and people come from all over the state of iowa and they get their teeth cleaned or they get a tooth pulled or they get a filling dot 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 well because of the demand has been out there um there's a number of local dentists are going to open up their dental practices at some time in October on a weekend and provide that in their dental chairs um, free of charge. So uh, our friend from Iowa Mission of Mercy, Dr. Kevin Baker, will join us in about 10 minutes to share more details on that. If you know someone uh, that that um, you know that falls into that um, category, if you will, um, let them know. Iowa, Iowa Mission of Mercy is the, uh, the, well, I'll tell you what the website is. It's Iowa Mom, Iowa M-O-M dot org. The free dental care day locations all across the state, but a bunch of them here, uh, in central Iowa. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, Stephen M. Sipple from the Lincoln Journal Star, which reminds me, I didn't send him a reminder. I'll do that right now as I speak. Uh, he'll join us to preview uh, Nebraska coming up this weekend. They're prime time, are they not? Didn't I see they're six or six thirty as they host Northwestern? I think I know 630. the Michigan game is. That's the ABC game next week. Yeah, they're in prime time again yeah. this week. So they were in prime time last week against Sparty. 
Uh, Big Ten Network must be there uh, in Lincoln this week against Northwestern. And yes, next week as, as well. 6.30. So, 6.30. So SIP will be here at 10.30. Uh, then Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. By the way, uh, that Baker's Dozen that he's very proud of, that... Uh, that um, I don't know how many Baker's dozens do you have. Yet? Not very many. A couple of times a year. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls it. Gives you 13 games for the price of 12. He was on fire last week. I think his yeah. numbers were like 11 and 2, somewhere along those lines. So he'll join us at 10:45 ish. Uh, at 11:05, Eric Heff, the color analyst for Iowa State. We're going to do a double dip, old Eric. Not old Eric, but uh, Eric. We'll talk football. We'll also pick his brain on what T.J. Otzelberger will be putting on the floor this year. Did you see the schedule was uh, uh, published yesterday? All these tip-off times and where you'll be able to see the game. A lot of plus. A lot of ESPN plus, uh, which get used to it, I guess. I keep hearing that, sadly. But uh, there's a lot of them on the plus. Eric Heft at 11.05. And then Bill Bender, our friend from the Sporting News, will join us as we'll go around college football with Bill, a pretty darn good weekend. So let's recap the baseball last night. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals lost. I think that's the stop the presses headline from, what would you call it that? I mean, they were going to lose. They were, yeah. And the Brewers were not going to continue to scuffle going into the playoffs the way they were playing. They got them last night. So I watched a lot of your Blue Jays last night. Wasn't that a fun game? It was. Uh, Brios was... He was good. He was. You know what? It wasn't reminding me, Trent. I almost texted you. You've seen this start a million times. Yes. Yeah. Where he's perfect through four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the wheels come off uh-huh. a little bit and he gets it going again uh, before the wheels come off again. But um, yeah, he outdueled Cole, which is, yeah, I think you could say he outdueled Garrett Cole. Here's my, I don't know if the Jays are going to the playoffs this year. Game out, right? They're a game out right now and, and the Mariners are actually ahead of them. Who are off today. Are they off today? Yes. Uh, and the Yankees and the Jays will finish up their series. But here's why I'm so excited about this Jays team. Well, you saw it if you watched the game last night. I mean, Boba Shett. Right. How good is this kid? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. They got some dudes. If they can keep uh, Marcus Simeon, who's now hit 40. He's, he, what he did last night, he was he set the all-time record for home runs by a second baseman. Though he still sees himself as a shortstop. He does, but he, if, he, if he sees himself as a shortstop, not you're not staying in Toronto. Hey, Boba Shett's got that spot. Exactly. Um, Robbie Ray goes today. He might be the Cy Young winner in the American League. I'm excited about my squad, but I think I'm a year too early. But that was a fun game last night. You know where I think we should go? It's been a couple of minutes anyways. Is the game that followed the Dodgers and the Padres? Now, mm-hmm. I didn't stick with it till the end. How about the broadcast crew? Melanie Newman, the mm-hmm. play-by-play. That's course, who I was talking about a week or two ago. Is that who it yes. was? Yes. She's really good. That, and that's what I said, and I couldn't. I was searching everywhere. I remember, I t- was that a week yeah, ago, I, maybe I re- two? I re- now that you mentioned it, yeah. I remember it. And I couldn't figure out who yep. it was, and then I, I saw you said that. somebody had mentioned it was somebody to do with the Orioles. That's that all she's, I got. That she does the Orioles games, yeah. So I've heard her now th- three different times, and I'm with you. Calls a really good she, game. Great game. Yeah. Great she game. was excellent. Yeah. Uh, like that like that crew was. I do too. Doug Glanville was that who was with her last night? Are you sure? uh, well, it was Jessica Mendoza. I'm not oh, okay. sure. Yeah. So it was a different crew than the mm-hmm. one that I heard a long part of the game with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she does a really nice job and uh, fun game last night. Yeah. I didn't make it to the end either. Though. Well, that was a lo- had to be a long one, right? <laughs> right. Did, that, did that bad boy touch four hours? I mean, for God's sakes, 20 runs scored in the 334. Game. Yeah. Crisp 334. <laughs> a tidy 330. Right. That's what Bowen Camp calls, right? At right. That, in a tidy three hours and two minutes. Uh, so, the, uh, so the baseball was uh, was fun last night. Guess what else I've been watching a little bit? Part of my rotation because the Twins aren't part of it anymore. So you've watched Cubs, your final Twins game? Uh, over the weekend, I might dabble a just a little bit. Football trend. I know that's what makes it even more yeah. difficult. But 
Indians Royals. And the reason I followed your advice, I took the under on the Indians before the season. Mm-hmm. They're close. It's going to be good. It looks. They need to win. What is it? Was it 81 and a half or 81? Depend on where you got it. I think I had it at 81 and a half. I got it at 81. Okay. So you got a little wiggle room. And I also have the over on the Royals. So. Nice. I really needed a sweep. They got the first two yeah. to the Royals. So yeah. I'm a big Royals fan this week. Their number was 74 and a half. They're now at 73. So I need two more wins mm-hmm. over the next four to hit that number. Aren't totals when they come down in the final are, weekend? Aren't, I mean, who cares about that game? You do because right. of you've got to. I love it. I love Bouncing it. around and watching 671-5 with yep. the Royals feed. Boy, I wasn't there very many times this year. 671 no. Outside five. of April. That's it. Yeah, they had the best record in baseball after April. How about Salvador Perez? Yes. How about that? What a season. What a season. Trent, he's going to be in the MVP conversation. Now, look, at it's Otani, and then I think it's a gap to Vladdy Jr. And then there's a gap. And then there's a gap to Salvador Perez, mm-hmm. right? But Perez, you know what he's doing? I mean, we touched on it a number of times in the month of September. He's building a resume for the ultimate MVP, that tri- that, that that plaque in Cooperstown. It's It was never going to happen. I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. But the likelihood that we would be discussing the possibility of him being in that conversation seemed remote for right. a lot of his career, as good as he was. And there's a lot of very good players, but there is no hall for very good players. You have to be... You know, special. And Perez is making that case. How about another name? Mitch Hanniger. Mm-hmm. After that top tier. Mm-hmm. Dude's got 38 home runs. Mm-hmm. That Mariners offense is not good. You know, uh, yeah. you know you're know, you looking value, right? Yeah. And an offense, him and Seager are really the only two That's heavy heads. carry them. If you're talking about value, yeah. don't you have to put those yes. guys? Because you're right. The, the top two. They're on their own. They're on their own tier, right? They're, but it is Otani, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Otani, then it's Vlad. Yeah. If you don't vote them one, two, and he can argue any order. If if Vladdy puts the team on his back this weekend and they get a playoff bid, I think that will change. Because Otani's done some, pitching, right? They That'll change some votes. If that happens and they get in the playoffs, some people will go there because of this value conversation. Uh-huh. It's not best player. Uh-huh. It's the most valuable player, uh-huh. and that's why I always argue the merits of. Well, the Angels would have been bad even without Otani. Mm-hmm. So what's value or trout? Mean? Right. And they basically had him for, what, a month and a half? Yep. And that was it for the season yep. with that calf injury. But I'm but, talking other years. Right, yeah. And that's why there's some years. Some years I agree. At least, even if they hang around the playoff race, I think your argument is strengthened. But you're 69 and 93? Mm-hmm. No thanks. Mm-hmm. No thanks for an MVP. You know, I saw in, in the... Um, Commercials of the uh, of the ESPN game. I switched over. I watched some of the A's and the Mariners. There was a, I don't know at some point in the game they started for whatever reason brought up the Cardinals. I guess because they finally lost. Yeah, yeah. And then they were talking about um, Adam Wainwright and Vladdy as Cardinals Hall of Famers, but maybe not Cooperstown Hall of Famers. I'm thinking to myself, no. I agree with you on Wainwright. Yeah. But Vladdy Molina is going, or Yadier. Yadier Molina is going to the Hall of Fame. Great defensive catcher. Trent, he's the, he was as good as there was in his time in the league. Playoffs year after year. I'll give you Posey. Yeah. Numbers overall. Career home runs. Take a guess. 
A buck fifty. 171. Still hasn't even got to a thousand RBI in his career. 280 batting average. But he's got one, How two, many goals three, goals? four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine all stars. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine gold gloves. <laughs> Strong. Yachty's getting in. Yachty's getting in. Yachty's getting in. Another World Series would help. Yeah. You know what? Stranger things have happened the way this team is playing. Uh, Thursday night football tonight. Where are you? On a scale of 10 being you can't wait, one being I'm going to watch something else. It's Joe Burrow. It's Mr. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, the number one pick this year, the number one pick last year, the 2020 championship quarterbacks, Clemson, LSU, Burrow threw five touchdowns in that game. Lawrence, not a single one. But yet here we go again for this one tonight. I can't wait. I'll start there when multiple things are going on. I'll start with the NFL. I don't know how long I'm going to be there. So you're not betting the game, apparently. Well, I'll be betting the game. Okay. But I... But we'll get to that a little bit later. I this thing just could be ugly. As bad as Jacksonville, yeah, I really do. I Cincinnati, I know they look bad against the Bears outside of a couple plays late in the fourth quarter. I just think this team's gonna be playing very well. Their I, defense is better than I thought they yeah, were going to be. That's a good be. point. I have a feeling I might end up on the ACC game where I don't have an opinion at all. Hmm. I just want to be entertained. Miami and Virginia both stink defensively. Points, touchdowns up and down the field, probably some goofiness because it is the ACC after all. Ultimately, might be there and a little bit more. That's a six thirty kickoff. Yes. I want to say. Yep. Yeah. In Miami, there'll be dozens of people there. <laughs> Probably Virgin- rain or potentially rain. And the quarterback for Virginia, Armstrong, he's put up some ridiculous numbers this year. You ready for this? So they are two and two, inconsistent. Who did they play last week? Wake Forest. Ah, uh, no, they got beat up. Ooh, I can't remember who it was. They. Here's Armstrong's number. He's thrown for 1,700 yards already, mm-hmm. over 400 a game, 426 per contest, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions, but he's also been sacked 10 times. They're going to air it out. They're going to throw it all over. Mm. This is not Al Groh's Virginia team. <laughs> I liked Al Groh. <laughs> Al Groh, NYJ. 2.4 yards per carry and just grind it out and hope to get a first down. No, this is a different kind of Virginia team. Yeah, I'm going to be watching who's Hurricanes. I'm going to guess because I think we're going to get a blowout in the NFL. You really do. I do. And the number seven, seven and a half? Seven and a half pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. Looking for that seven. All right, 10, uh, 10 15, we'll get Kevin Baker in here. Iowa, Mission of Mercy. Iowa Mom is the website, iowamom.org. Uh, if you um, are you know unfortunate enough that you can't get to the dentist or you know somebody that is, somebody that, um, you know, whatever, whoever it could be, uh, and you think that they um, would like this information passed along to them. These folks do this, and they're 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 we're going to have a big blowout in 2022. And Trent and I are going to be involved. We're going to promote the heck out of this event uh, coming up uh, at the fairgrounds next year. It was scheduled for last year. We know what happened. Scheduled for this year. Sadly, we're in the same boat uh, as we were last year uh, to a lot of um, you know to some extent, anyways. Uh, but they're going to. Do it in their own offices, and we're going to get Kevin Baker in here, and we're going to get him to share what's going on with the Iowa Mission of Mercy. Dr. Baker, uh, Trent Condon, who you just spoke with, this is Ken Miller. Uh, Great to talk to you, Dr. Baker. Appreciate you coming on. How are you? 
Doing great. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me. No, listen, appreciate you coming on. And as we've said to the audience this morning, we, we had plans to promote the heck out of this, and you guys were going to pull it off at the fairgrounds in 2020, likewise this year. Uh, but just uh, erring on the side of caution this year, you postponed it for another year. So in 2022, once we do get back to normal and the weekend has been set aside at the fairgrounds, um, what, what will it entail, Dr. Baker? What does a normal Iowa Mission of Mercy look like? before we get into what you guys are going to do uh, in your offices here uh, throughout Iowa. So what's a normal one look like on any given year? Yeah, yeah, normal Iowa Mission of Mercy. Um, we, we often we call it IMOM, but it's, uh, so it's normally an annual event that rotates around different areas of the state, and uh, it's free dental care given to, to anybody with dental needs but, but limited financial resources. So uh, typically at a large venue, um, so some sort of arena or, or was going to be at the fairgrounds here in Des Moines. Um, hundreds of staff, hundreds of patients, um, just thousands of dollars of dental care um, uh, that we were able to donate. Um, a lot of times we'll have um, specialists from the University of Iowa. So people come in, we, we sort of triage them and we see what their needs are. And we do everything or as much as we can to help them out. And then... Um, uh, just get as many people seen as we can over the course of two days. So you actually move, essentially move your dental practice to the fairgrounds for a weekend? Is that is that how it works? Yeah, basically. Fortunately, we have a lot of uh, vendors that we work with, dental equipment manufacturers that have portable equipment that uh-huh. they're able to bring in. And that's a major thing. We'll have engineers come and look at how do we get electricity to each dental unit, how do we have, you know, the little spit suckers, how do, where yeah. does that go? And, you know, um, all the suction and uh, all the, everything has to maintain a, a level of um, sterilization and cleanliness that, that uh, it gets uh, kind of complicated, but we're able to work it out after doing it for uh, so many years. Uh, we've got it kind of uh, down now where we are pretty efficient with it. So with that, uh, doctor, let's go and just talk about what is happening this year. People, you know somebody, they don't have dental coverage, they have young kids, whatever it may be. What's the easiest way to find out more information, to, to figure it out, to send people to a website, something like that, where they can get all the information? Yes, uh, all of the information is on the website. So it's imom, uh, I'm sorry, it's iowamom.org, so iowamom.org is uh, where it's at. It's got a listing of all the different offices that are volunteering their services this year. We're calling it iMom Local Mm -hmm. this year because we're sort of transitioning that care model to individual offices. That being said, we are scheduling appointments at those offices to make it more efficient. So um, it's got a listing there for there's there's still openings uh, in the Des Moines area, um, but also throughout other areas of the state. and I would say that it's first come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how our traditional IMOM is, and that's how it is this year as well. So we have open slots available, but once those fill up, they're filled up, and then we're going to uh, not be able to take any further patients. So um, we plan to, you know, do larger numbers um, next year at the fairgrounds. But this year, uh, like I said, doing the IMOM local, we'll, we'll take every appointment we can get at our local offices that are volunteering their time. And um, I'd check out that website as soon as possible so we can uh, get folks uh, the help they need. 
Yeah, I'm on it right now. There's uh, Urbandale, West Des Moines. Uh, as you mentioned, there's still a couple of practices that have uh, open slots uh, in the Des Moines area. You can see the calendar when this is going to happen. Colfax, mm-hmm. Carroll, Cedar Falls, Benton, or Ames, uh, if there's folks listening uh, in the Ames area. So you pretty much got the state covered. Williamsburg, likewise. On a normal year, Doc, so 2022, we get this back and going again. We've done our part in promoting it, and you've got people. Uh, People coming from all over the state. What? Do, how many people? If you know this number, um, what's the most amount of patients that you guys have been able to to help out over a weekend in previous years? Do you have any idea what that number would be? Uh, I don't have an exact number. I believe the last time we were in uh, the Cedar Falls area, we had around twelve hundred. Um, mm. I'll tell you though, with Des Moines, I expect there to be more volunteer dentists, more volunteer staff. Um, more donations from some of the companies um, that help us out with that. And for Des Moines, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm going to look for that to be a couple thousand people. So are we. And, and we can't wait to help you promote it and do whatever it takes to, you know, to fill up those appointments. Because I'm with you. I think there's going to be more dentists, more practices want to participate. Uh, they don't have to travel to uh, different parts of the state. They can do so here in their own backyard. IowaMom.org. IowaMom.org is the website. There you can click on the area that's closest to you. Uh, grab one of those appointments. Once they fill up, as Dr. Baker said, once they, they're gone, they're gone. First come, first serve. If you you know anybody that's in a financial situation where dental practice may be uh, down the list of things, sadly, that they can uh, uh, that they can get done. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity. Uh, Iowa Mission of Mercy. What did you call it again? I like that. The the local local dentist. What was your term? Yeah, we're just calling it iMom Local. iMom Local. Good stuff. We're going to cut a commercial and, and uh, insert that in all of the iHeart stations, and we'll borrow that term, iMom Local, and make sure it's part of the, uh, the spot. Dr. Baker, way to go. You and your, you and all the other dentists that are participating in this, I, I think it's such a, a terrific cause that you guys do, and we can't wait to work with you, uh, whatever you need, in 2022. We were committed in 20 and 21. Didn't happen. We're with you in 2022. Dr. Baker, best of luck. Great. All right. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Good, yep. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Dr. Kevin Baker uh, from uh, one of the uh, people behind the Iowa Mom, Iowa Mission of Mercy, local. Ames, really? Bettendorf, Carroll, Cedar Falls, Clarion, Colfax. Do I need to read them all? Go to the website. Check yeah. them out for yourself. You may know people in other parts of the state uh, that are in those unfortunate circumstances. Um First come, first serve. When the appointments are gone, they are gone. It's a great philanthropic effort, and you can also donate to it. There is a mm-hmm. donate button there, so if you want to help out. And remember, the, the cost this is going back to just dentists across the state that are helping people out. So if you got a couple extra bucks, you can do that also on the website, iowamom.org, O-R-G. Yeah, they're going to need some volunteers next year, Trent. I'm going to not volunteer you or I to be part of that, but we can certainly, because they need to move this equipment to the yes, fairgrounds right. next year, right? There's there's going to be so many tentacles of this. You and I are involved in a lot of these things mm-hmm. from what we do as far as promoting them. This might be on the top of my list. That's great. I, I can't imagine not being able to go to the dentist when you have a toothache. I yeah. really can't. Well, I... Did it during college. I didn't have dental insurance. Right. Yeah. Didn't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finally went and went to the doctor when I got that dental insurance. It was a big sigh of relief. Luckily, I never had anything crop up, but yeah, mm. it happens and it's scary. It's it tough. It is. If you know anybody in that uh, spot right now, um, 
please direct them to iowamom.org, iowamom.org. Appointments are filling up fast, folks. Um, and as Dr. Baker said, uh, when they are gone, they are gone. And you don't want to wait till 2022. And we are going to see to it that there's 2,000 people from across the state that take advantage of free dental care. Thank you to our friends at NCMIC, N-C-M-I-C, for what they do uh, in central Iowa here to uh, help spread the word of uh, philanthropic events such as the one that we just discussed with Dr. Kevin Baker, iowamom.org. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. The Huskers, if a woulda, shoulda, boy, they had Sparty last week, did they not? Perhaps Northwestern. I think you can make a case. They got to win this week <laughs> that they can still get they, to six. They can get to six. I think they can. You, know, you saw that team. It's the they defense. can beat Iowa. Can they? Yes. How about this? I won't go that far. Really? I want that game to be for bowl eligibility. I don't. I want it to be four and seven going into that one. <laughs> Here's the situation. Because they can beat Iowa. Yeah. Five and six need to win for the bowl. Conversely, Iowa needs to win to punch their ticket to Indy. How about those stakes, Black Friday? Raises it up just a little bit. Oh, baby. Miller and Condon, back with Stephen M. Sipoli Sterling in 20 minutes. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO and 1.0. It's time for Sip. <laughs> Stephen M. Sipple from the Lincoln Journal Star talks with myself and Ken on Nebraska football. I mean, I have a radio show. We have callers. I pay attention to my Twitter notifications and all that. There's definitely some frustration. We talk corn huskers. And you never know what else is going to come up. With 30 years on the Nebraska beat, here's Stephen M. Sipple. As long as they're paying me to talk, I'm just going to keep doing it. Hi, welcome back, Miller and Condon, 1460 KX and 106.3 FM. Uh, before we get to Stephen M. Sipple, Trent, you and I have tickets to give away to the Penn State-Iowa game. Mm-hmm. We are doing it like we've done it so far this year. Go to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. There you will give us how many total yards uh, will be put up uh, tomorrow by Maryland and Iowa. So Maryland, Iowa, total combined yards, both teams closest without going over. You have to use the hashtag Fuller Dental, so hashtag Fuller Dental, to be eligible to win. If you are the closest without going over, um, and if you're, there's two of you that have the same number, whoever comes up, gets in first will get the tickets. You'll get two tickets. Hard to get tickets yes. to Penn State and Iowa. Go to the Miller and Condon Twitter account. Now, of course, the contest will close with the kickoff tomorrow night. Hello, Stephen M. Sipple. How are you? <laughs> I'd say good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Sip, uh, man, the Huskers had them. They had them last week. That darn punt return, right? Uh, Scott Frost was none too pleased. It was good to see Nebraska, though, Sip. I, I know there's no moral victories, and, and Frost wouldn't want one. Uh, the team looked as though they may be starting to come up with an identity, and it's on the defensive side of the ball. Um, what was your biggest takeaway from that game? Oh, what was my biggest takeaway? It was, a, it was a yeah, I'd say the defense is is playing at a really high level. Um, it played at a really high level that game for sure, and they've been trending in that direction. I think the take, but the biggest takeaway, let's face it, is the, the gut punch that is that loss. Yep. The continuing storyline here of just sort of inexplicable. 
things happening on special teams and really up front on offense. You know, it's they're really struggling on the O line. They're going to make some changes on the O line. Um, Left side. Uh, right side. Um, yeah, maybe left. Well, left guard. Okay. Well, let's just get right down to it. Scott identified in his Monday press conference, Scott Frost, the left guard and the right tackle as okay. the kind of the trouble spot. And that's, he's right. Left tackle has been a problem. I mean, there have been, the tackles have been, all right, it's just hard to say stuff like this. Cause I don't like, I don't like being overly critical of kids. Um, but, you know, they've been two of the worst tackles in the country as far as allowing pressures. And that's just the way it is. I mean, it's, it's statistically that bears itself out. So I think you could see a change. At, you know what? I mean, basically you could see a change at left tackle because I think what they might do is put a kid named Teddy Prohaska. Who's a, he's a true freshman from Elkhorn nearby. Um, they might put him at left tackle and move and move. Uh, Corcoran, Turner Corcoran, the, the current left tackle, to the right side. And then I think you'd see a new left guard. I mean, you could see basically um, three changes, I think, is what you're looking at. That's my that's my read on it so far. Now, they were going to open it up in practice, and maybe, maybe the mindset has kind of shifted and evolved. So we're all sort of interested in what we're going to see on Saturday night. Sip. Five and fifteen, that is the record of Scott Frost in one score games in his Nebraska career. An indictment of his coaching, or is there something else? Well, it's never an easy conversation when you when you talk about those close game losses. I mean, I've we've thought of believe me, I know that because I've pondered it for two or three years. Um, there's not I don't know, it's hard to find a common thread. Um, except for the breakdown which, you know, Nebraska's had a lot of, you know, just just mental errors throughout the course of games. I'm not even talking about – I'm not even necessarily talking about near the end of games, just just errors that shouldn't happen that set you back maybe even in the first quarter. You know, against Oklahoma, they kind of had to dig themselves out because of mm-hmm. their own doing. So um, there's a lot. Hey, Trent, there's, that's a very – if you I think if you – ponder that question for any amount of time you come to the determination that there's a lot of factors involved um some of it is luck but oh you know i mean you know what jag i'm, I'm not gonna go on because i go on it on your show quite a bit but i don't know i think i've gone on it before i think about 2018 in iowa city when it was you, it was a third down play to get Iowa in field position to kick a field goal, and what happened? You go to your first rounder. You know, you go to TJ Hawkinson, yep. um, and he had to make a tough catch. But and he hadn't done much that game. But when you have a first rounder on the field, that's the sort of stuff that puts you over the edge. Think about the Hail Mary game, you guys. I'm sure you remember. You, you follow Nebraska when they played Northwestern in 2013. They never would have gotten to the Hail Mary without a very, you know, an all-Big Ten running back in a second-round pick getting a first down on fourth fourth and 15. You know, Amir Abdullah somehow managed to get a first down. You know why? Because he was a second-round pick as a running back. I, I think the most common thread in all this is Nebraska's inability to get that high-end talent. Mm. Um, not, you know, they. I've said it on your show, about just to reiterate it because of the conversation. 
Nebraska has not had a first-round pick since 2011. So there you go. Mm, Ten years. Sip, they've got a quarterback who, you know what, he takes a lot of arrows, but when he went out early in that football game, he just felt, wow, they've got no chance now, and he comes back into the game. I knew he th- I know he threw the pick in, in, uh, in overtime, but, man, they don't get the overtime without Adrian Martinez, Sip. Trent and I talked about this at the beginning of the week. Uh, not that um, it's kind of like... Oh, I, I don't know. But Adrian Martinez is playing very well, and he's playing as well as any quarterback in the Big Ten West for sure, in our opinion. They're not there without him, and he gets a lot of criticism. I get it's the position he plays, and every now and then there's one of those things that just makes you go, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that. But you know what? He's That's what he is, right? Right, and I would say, I would ask you guys, who, who's, who would you take in the Big Ten? I mean, not just the West. Uh, I mean, I, Tagliavoa, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The guy you're playing, the guy. That's about it for me. I, some people would say Sean Clifford, but Adrian's such a more dynamic athlete than Clifford mm-hmm. that I have a hard time taking Clifford over Adrian. Um, so I'd say he's the second best quarterback in the Big Ten. And I'm not convinced. If you put, you always got to think about it. What if you put Adrian Martinez in, in back of a a very good line? What would that look like? Mm. You know, um, what what would he look like at Ohio State? I mean, just or, or just go to the extreme, go to Ohio State. I mean, I have a feeling you'd be talking about an All American. I mean, that's so. That's why I don't. I'm always amazed at the criticism he gets. Now he's not getting as much of it now because people see what his last four games have been. They've been statistically excellent, and they you know they pass the eye test. And my God, he's run. Oh, I mean the. The stat that will boggle your mind is he's been pressured on sixty uh, percent of his pass attempts <laughs> the last four games, and 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 that's only thirteen percent blitzes. So teams oh, wow. aren't blitzing. <laughs> they don't have to. Home. Now think think about the picture he sees sixty percent of the time: blitzes, pressure, or excuse me, pressure without blitzes, which means he's staring into defensive backfields with a lot of a lot of traffic. So mm. I don't know. I, the fact he's completing over sixty six percent is a, I think that says a lot about him. He's taken a lot of hits too. What's the concern level there, and, and what can he do? He is, for all intents and purposes, the offense. How do you keep him upright for a full season? Well, he's. I mean, he's not hurting right now that I know of. Now, there's. I mean, I talked to him on Monday. He's fine. He's great shape physically. He's a big guy. You know, he's six two two fifteen. And he's very athletic, so I don't know. I don't worry about that all that much because he's a sort of a Harry Houdini back there. He manages to get away a lot and get a lot of yards. You know, I mean, think about what he did at Oklahoma. Think what he even against Michigan State, he had a forty-five yard run uh, on a play where they blitzed and he just sidestepped it and took off. He does that very well. I don't know. You know, Trent, there doesn't seem a lot of to be a lot of concern about that, but I get it. I get where you're coming from. Um, and maybe that concern will grow as we get in more into the Big Ten, especially against Michigan next week. Uh, back-to-back-to-back primetime games. That Michigan game you referenced will be ABC primetime. Sip, we got th- like 40 seconds left. We both feel, Trent and I both feel, that there's still a path to postseason, and we didn't feel that maybe going into Michigan State, but I think the defense and the way Adrian is playing changed our minds a little bit that, you know what, there's a chance that we get to the Iowa game. Maybe they've maybe the Hayes already in the barn, they've got their six, but the Black Friday game could be massive. We can find a path to a bowl game, Sip. Can you? Oh, 
oh, yeah, I definitely can. It's sort of a week-to-week conversation with yep. this team. But they're pretty good, and I think that's what you guys see. I mean, they're they're pretty formidable on defense now. Yep. They don't have a star, but, man, they play well together, and they they come for a fist fight. And that's, I mean, they're, they're not going to back down. I, those guys, you know, they have a bunch of super seniors, four super seniors. They're pretty veteran, and they're tough dudes. I mean, I don't see that. I don't see them going away, and I sure the hell don't see Adrian going away. And they have some good receivers now. Mm-hmm. And you haven't, you haven't even seen the full complement. You're getting there. They're still without arguably their best receiver, Oliver Martin. Um, hasn't played since Illinois, and he had six catches for 103 yards in that game. And, and you know, Thomas Fedoni, who you guys are well aware well, of, Iowa yep. Council Bluffs, good, hasn't played. I mean, if you stick Oliver Martin and Thomas Fedoni – um, uh, uh, if you add them to the equation, I mean, they, I would almost say they're loaded at receiver and tight end. Yeah. Um, so they, no, I, Scott's done a pretty good job. It's just always something, you know, it's just <laughs> always something damn, I mean, weird, uh, foul up in special teams. And now the offensive line's really struggling. Indeed they are. I like that Taylor Britt. Uh, this kid is, uh, he, he, he's Taylor Britt's a good player. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. Simple. Talk to you next week. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. All right, thank you guys. Good to talk to you. Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal Star. Ton late, Lee Sterling next. Miller and Condon, 1460 KX and 01. 800 bets off. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. 1460 KX and 0106.3 FM. Mick trending on Twitter. He stopped by some pub in Charlotte, North Carolina, standing outside, a bunch of people around him drinking a beer they had no idea who it was really <laughs> wow <laughs> there's a bunch of people in the picture with him not with him but uh, in the same picture of him and well, here's just the lead singer of the rolling stones anyways let's get to our friend lee sterling paramountsports.com he talks about his dirty dozen of games a couple of times a year uh, he had one last week and he promoted it here with us and then he followed up by going eleven and three in that dirty dozen. You were on fire last week, Lee Sterling. Yeah, I, I, I found another game later that I like, so I didn't go with the Baker's dozen. Went with fourteen games, and we were close to going uh, twelve and two or thirteen and one. So feel good about it. I've seen these teams in the NFL play at least three games, college three or four games. So it's it's fun when you're winning and. You know, I just can't wait to get back out there this week. So if anyone wants to join me, uh, it's not October tomorrow. We call it October <laughs> Paramount Sports. You get five weeks, just $397, college football in the NFL through Monday, October 31st. Or if you'd like to get through the Super Bowl, and remember, there's 17 games this year, 18 weeks to the NFL. They go to mid-February. Uh, use coupon code SAVE300, just nine ninety seven, and I'll throw in the baseball, where we've been red hot the last four months. You get entire playoffs through the World Series, and the USC, where we've won the last three cards in 42 of the 64 since they came back since the pandemic, including a 50-unit max wager last week. Um, we'll throw in the USC through December 31st, nine ninety seven. ParamountSports.com. Good stuff there from Lee, and yep. you gave out four winners out of the five games he gave us last week, so let's get into it. Notre Dame welcomes in Cincinnati the Bearcats, favored at Notre Dame Stadium against undefeated Notre Dame. What do you see here, Lee? An intriguing one. Bearcats off a bye. So I think the public is going to be on Notre Dame. I think this game is going to close maybe Cincinnati 1, close to a pick'em. 
And I know that everyone's looking at the angle. Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator, last four years at Cincinnati, now at Notre Dame, has an advantage. Yeah, it's a little bit. Helps some. But what really bothers me if you're a Notre Dame backer, just 80 yards per game rushing. Eventually these numbers catch up with you. Jack Cohn has played fine, but he will be playing with an ankle injury, so his effectiveness could be limited here. Cincinnati has two weeks to game plan for this game. I think just Notre Dame's living on borrowed time here after escaping Florida State and Toledo and having skirmishes versus Purdue and Wisconsin here. They're not going to get five turnovers like they did last week. You know what? The right team is favored mm. here. I like the Bearcats 27-20. Well, we've got a pretty good one in the uh, in the Big t- uh, 12. Uh, 4-0, 4-0 Baylor's we saw last week took care of Iowa State. Oklahoma State, likewise, as they got past K-State. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State for, I guess, the lead in the Big 12 after this one. Oklahoma State's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. If you're playing money line on on these two teams to be undefeated at this point, uh, you probably could buy an island in the Bahamas <laughs> right now. I don't think anyone saw it. Uh, now, last week, Oklahoma State threw for 344 yards versus Kansas State. I don't know if that's going to work against this Baylor team. This Baylor defense is improved. Their offense, running the football, that's how you stay in games and win games. Six in the country, 271 yards. Uh, a game here, and and their quarterback looks like they went with the right guy. Charlie Brewer left and and went to Utah. He's already left the program now since he was replaced. And I think at Baylor, this is a circle game. They lost last year, forty-two to three. They were outgained six oh eight to one fifty-six. Here, that team, Baylor team, was ravaged with COVID uh, last year, and and I just think Dave Rand has put his stamp on this team here. I'm going for it, Baylor. They upset Oklahoma State. 27-23, wrong team favorite. Going with the Bears to move to 5-0. and Let's go. Kansas makes their way up to Iowa State to take on the Cyclones. And uh, what well, we saw the Cyclones after their last loss, they put it to UNLV. Another big spread here. Got to cover 34 for the Clones. That's the sound of the last bit of air escaping that Iowa State balloon. Mm-hmm. They are now, in my opinion, completely deflated. Uh, Leopold, the coach for Kansas, I, I think eventually he's going to put together a competitive team here. Now their quarterback is not great at throwing the football, but Jason Bean will run around. He's elusive, uh, nearly 400 total yards last week versus Duke. He can make plays running the football, and the team actually believes in him, and I think they're having fun here. And Cyclones, 3-7, and seven, the last 10 is chalk in Ames. Iowa State wins 45-17, but... I'm taking the 34 points here in the Jayhawks. Seems like a lot, no doubt. Iowa, conversely, is on the road. Tomorrow night, uh, they'll take on Maryland. The Hawks, a four-point favorite. Big spot for Iowa. Yeah, and Maryland can go 5-0 and if they win this game for the first time since Ralph Regan's first season all the way back in 2001. Um, Iowa, they can win here and next week at home versus Penn State. I could conceivably see them running the table in the regular season, playing for the Big Ten Championship. So a lot on the line here. Uh, They do one thing really well. They play defense. Number 11 in pass defensive efficiency, allowing just 11 points per game. Spencer Petras finally had his best game, 224 yards, passing two touchdowns last week. Uh, Yeah, I I think that the Maryland offense is explosive. They make some plays. Tua's brother is, is, is good running and throwing the football, but he does have a propensity to throw interceptions versus top tier defenses here. And on defense, they lost two top 
end starters here at linebacker and defensive back here. And the Hawkeyes, they are road warriors, 27-11 and 11 straight up, 19-5-1 against the spread when laying points on the road the last eight years. Sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it, even on the road. Iowa, 28-20 over the Terps. We wrap it up with the NFL game. And, Lee, you must be seeing something here. You normally like to keep it pretty regionalized or a big game. Cowboys-Panthers, what do you see in Dallas, Carolina? Okay, so uh, this Dallas team is really coming of age, and they are generally a terrible proposition right. as, as a favorite. Two and seven the last nine games. The Panthers 8-0 against the spread the last eight road games, but without Christian McCaffrey, I think they could be in trouble here. I think Sam Darnold, great acquisition, but he is a little loose with the ball in the pocket here, so doesn't see the blindside rush sometimes. And this Dallas rush has been scary good the last couple games. And they got some DBs playing on the ball. Last time I saw Dallas make plays on the ball, I think it was uh, Charlie Waters and and Cliff Harris uh, back in that defensive backfield. So I'm going with Dallas here. I like Dallas big, 35-24. Your game of the week is back to the Big 12, Oklahoma, K-State. Boy, this game has been fun the last couple of years, maybe if you're not a Sooner fan. Oklahoma's a 10.5-point favorite. If the listeners want more information, Lee, we've got 30 seconds before the music. How can they get uh, get involved? They want to get that game. Should be a lot of fun. Just call 800 400 9741. A lot on the line. And as I mentioned, love to have you on board. We had 11 and 3 running the Baker's Dozen, 13 and 3 running the football. Not October, it's October. Five weeks, $397 or through the Super Bowl, 997. And we will throw in the UFC through the end of the year and baseball through the World Series. Just one place, ParamountSports.com. Talk to you in a week, Lee. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Eric Heft on Iowa State. Bill Bender on college football. Miller and Condon till noon. That's the next hour on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM.